0: Welcome to episode 36 of The Current Backloggers. The date is October 15th. I'm your host, KCP, and it's a solo show today. And also, you'll notice I said October 15th, which, of course, is a Thursday and not a Wednesday, as we said we would start recording. And that is because Cody G had some family stuff come up yesterday. So, as we have both said on here before, you want to get so much time with your family, and you need to make the most of it. So definitely understandable, um, but hopefully next week it'll be like we discussed and put out on Wednesdays or record on Wednesdays and then put out hopefully the next day on Thursday. And hopefully that'll be the case going forward. So with that, we'll get into the show. I don't think it'll be that long of a show again, but we'll see what we'll see what happens. We'll start off with the uh, topic we added last week, which is um, things we missed from the week before. I don't have anything on here. I just want to get in the habit of having that on there. I'm sure by next week I'll be like, oh my god, I forgot something two weeks ago. Because I talk a lot more when Cody's on here. But nothing for uh, this week. So what I've been up to is working a lot more over time again. Or still haven't really stopped. Um... They've just been do offering double overtime lately. IRA overtime's already good, but double overtime's extra hard to pass up. So, that's um, been occupying most of my time. Um, besides that, just going through some uh, personal stuff as well. Um, so, that kind of goes into when I get involved been in playing and watching. Not as much as normal, partly because of work, but also partly because of the personal stuff. And me, I'll go into that at some point, but for now, I just wanted to point it out because I do want to be more cons- consistent at playing and watching stuff for me, but also so the show has uh, more talk about, more reason for you guys to watch. But, um,. Next we have a question, question, and feedback. I don't have anything that I can think of. Nobody's talked about the sound or the picture lately, so hopefully that's all been good. But if it hasn't, or if there's anything else you noticed, definitely let us know. And if you have any questions you want to send in or anything, you can do it to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. So we'll get into the news. There's a decent amount of news this week, nothing crazy, and most of it's kind of just things to talk about, not really, like, reading whole stories or anything. So the first one is from IGN, and it is that Soul is premiering to Disney Plus and skipping um, theatrical release and will be out on Christmas Day. Which Soul, if you don't know, is Pixar's new movie. So that's a big deal because theaters are already struggling, and this is a movie that could have helped that. So, I'm sure people will be excited because they get watched, especially around Christmas time. And I'm curious. I haven't anything that's looked that great, but I thought that about some of their movies and absolutely loved them. And I also have thought about that that about some of their movies and haven't been too impressed. So, hopefully, this one is impressive, but I more so wanted to put in here to say if uh, you're one of the people that's bunned by this and you want movies to be different, go see movies. Otherwise, this is what's going to happen. And I know it's a hard sale right now because there's not much out of the theater, so everybody's like, what would I see? But it's kind of a never-ending cycle. If people don't start going to movies, there won't be new movies and vice versa. So I said make your own decisions, but that's definitely how I feel about it. Then the next one is from PlayStation themselves. They said... "Uh." When the PS5 launches this November, more than 99% of the PS4 library will be playable on PS5. I know we've talked about that a few times on here, because Sony has been very unclear about what backwards compatibility means. And I don't know if I believe that. If that's true, that would be really impressive. I know, obviously, it would be optimal to be 100%, but I think 99% would definitely be just fine. But I think that's something we'll see once... uh, Console releases, and then the next one's just uh, kind of a silly thing, but I know Cody was talking about how He was hoping um, With Steve being that into uh, Smash Bros how he could morph into his thing, kind of like Kirby and um, Smash Bros tweeted um, a picture of what Kirby will look like when he inhales um, Steve and it's pretty adorable it turns into like the minecraft blocky style but still looks like kirby so really small i just thought it was cool not even being a minecraft fan the next one is from engadget and it is that worms rumble which is a worms battle royale game is being released november or december 1st and we'll have an open beta that starts in november I don't know if I've been out of the loop or what, I didn't even notice it a thing. I know it's easy to make fun of battle royales and even myself, went to liking some of them, I say how they need to have some uh, variety here, but for worms that seems to be a natural evolution and I think could work really well with worms. I actually used to love the worms games, I was never very good at them and some people get way too good. So this might be ruined by that, the people that are amazing at it. but. I just want to bring it up because like I, I didn't even know this was a thing. And because like I said, it seems like a natural evolution for the Worms games. And seems like it could be really interesting. The next one is from Game Informer. And it's that Rockstar has purchased Ruffian Games and rebranding it to Rockstar Dundee. Which, if you don't know, Ruffian Games, the biggest game they're known for is Crackdown 2. Which people may not be too impressed by, but it's still a major elite release and i love crackdown um i will admit that two was a bit of a letdown oh let down crackdown um i wasn't even trying to do that but um this one kind of came out of nowhere and i was surprised um i don't know what that means i can't imagine the studio that's big but kind of small at the same time is going to have much impact on a studio like Rockstar I don't know if they have them, can't imagine they have them make the next Grand Theft Auto game but I don't know what they would even have them do unless they maybe have them take over support of Grand Theft Auto 5 so the main team can focus on Grand Theft Auto 6 I'm not really sure but I wanted to point out also because the first time I ever went to PAX East this was the biggest game there at the time which uh, kind of tells you about perception and timing, because people like to hate on Crackdown too, like I said now, and for somewhat fair reason. But at the time, this was the biggest show at um, PAX East. This was the first PAX East, so they're also much smaller scale, but still the biggest game there. And I remember having a lot of fun with it. It those on multiplayer, which I think was underrated and a lot of fun. And um, all of the, the uh, developers were there. Not all of them, but like 10 of them. And they're like the nice people in the world and talk to you for as long as you wanted. So, um, I don't know. I guess cool in that sense because people that seem like genuinely good people, you don't want that to happen to them and go under or kind of phase out. So, I don't really care about star, but I guess it's good in that sense and interesting to see how they do handle that with what they would be doing. This next one is a rumor, and I don't know if I believe it. And we don't usually talk about rumors, but it's something we've talked about quite a few times on here, and it's that Microsoft is going to announce another major acquisition soon. So, just a rumor. I right, said so we normally don't really talk about those, but me and Cody have speculated multiple times about who they might acquire, so that was worth bringing up. Um, another small thing. But we've talked about this before with uh, Monster doing um, partnering with Halo Infinite to do XP and uh, or double XP. And then Cody talked about how we love that and uh, feeling like Halo is going to be marketed to this big thing again. And there's not much detail that I can see on here, but said, um, who owns the brand? Can't see it here, but the makers of Oreo and Nutter Butter and Cadbury feel like my is that Nabisco? What am, what am I thinking here? Just a second, now I gotta look it up before I sound like a big old dummy, especially since uh, I'm known for eating Oreos like crazy. Okay, it is Nabisco, so I'm not nuts. But Nabisco has partnered with Microsoft to have codes on those products that will give you DLC. And I'm sure it's not that exciting DLC is probably skins and small things like that, but still interesting because like I say it'll be nice just to see them go heavy in on marketing and making Halo a big deal again. The next one is from IGN. And it's uh, Sony has trademarked PS5, or PS6, seven, and eight, and more. It says that's a weird way to phrase that. Um, so everybody's freaking out because they're like, "Ooh, so because a lot of a lot of people, including me, think this is the last true console release. There'll be iterations, but not like not like that. The P, not the PS6 or the Xbox Four, whatever you want to call it." Um, so a lot of people are thinking this means that there will be, which you definitely could, but I don't think this means that at all. I'm actually surprised they just now trademarked these. These are, cause I mean, if there's any chance that these may be happening, I feel like you'd want PS six, seven, eight, and I don't know what else they have, maybe pro versions. I feel like that's something that is, is like a, a given for a company that big. I'm surprised they even left them hanging for that long. Then the next one is from Beat Saber's Twitter account. They added multiplayer and unfortunately PlayStation Plus did not get released with it. I know that's something we talked about a few weeks ago on here and that it was a possibility it wouldn't, but they said they're working hard on it and it will be out soon. And then it said multiplayer supports one to four people, which like I said, I, even with me some, being somebody that thought multiplayer being an exclusion was kind of weird. I actually just thought of like head-to-head, so the fact that it's more than I thought is super exciting. I can't wait for it to come to PS4. Um, This one is from Polygon, and it is that the PS5 and Xbox Series X are fully compatible with Rock Band 4 and all of its DLC and many of its instrument controllers, which I never even really thought about that crossing over, but I think that's really cool that it would do that if you have all that stuff. I'm kind of surprised it will, but I think it's really cool. Um, The next one is from IGN, and it is that Microsoft hired two um, non-Dagallish staffers to their studio, The Initiative, which is uh, studios studio that Microsoft actually created, not that they bought or anything. And they've been dark for a long time and everybody's wondering what they're working on. I guess in this article it says that the rumor is that they're working on a perfect dark game, which would be really weird. And unless they're gonna do something really game-changing with that, I feel like it'd be really odd to start a new studio to create a perfect dark game. But uh, I've been really curious about initiative since it started. And um, hopefully we get news next E3 if that's what it is. Then um, the next one is from PC Gamer, and it's that Ghost Story Games, formerly known as Rational Games, the creator of Bioshock Infinite, and um, Ken Levine, so the original creator of Bioshock. Um, I brought them up before in here. Because this is, like I said the creator of Bioshock, his new game, and there have been almost nothing known about it. And this didn't really add much, that, but it did say that it's an immersive sim game that will rely on the world for um, it to work properly. And I don't know what that means. And kind of makes me worried, because it sounds like they're trying to be, do something really odd with it. And not my thing, but that's really small detail. And more so, just want to bring it up again because I'm so curious what they do. And I hope it's good. I'm really excited. The next one is TV related. And I couldn't believe this was real yesterday. Showtime, this from IGN, but Showtime announced that Dexter is returning to Showtime for a 10 episode limited run or limited series with um, star Michael C. Hall coming fall 2021. And I don't have it on here, but I know it's the original creator of Dexter is uh, returning to it as well. I fucking love Dexter. So, like I said, when I saw this, I couldn't believe it. And I saw when he was returning and that the original creator was returning. That got me so excited. Especially I'm somebody that uh, hated the ending. I know everybody says about every single show but I think I've talked about it on here I feel like it's really easy for people to do that I feel like there's very few things I've seen that end especially TV shows that people are like oh that was a good ending or not even if it was good just yeah it wasn't bad it's always oh it's fucking the worst thing ever so I feel like people don't know how to handle themselves that the thing they like is over so they just automatically it's terrible instead of realizing that it's really hard to end any story, especially something that's so beloved and has so many plot lines or twists or characters that most time there's not gonna be a perfect ending. So you kinda gotta realize that and know that it's coming to an end and have your expectations in check. Anyway, I said I am one of those people and this ending was fucking horrendous and I will also say that most people say that as the series went on it got worse and worse and the last few seasons were horrendous and that was not that way I loved it literally to the last episode and I was like this is fu- are you shitting me? I won't ruin it here I won't spoil it but there's so many cool obvious ways you could have ended it that made it even more frustrating it wasn't like a scenario where They kind of trapped themselves in and there was going to be a bad ending. There are so many cool ways you could have taken it. But, yeah, like I said, I think it's weird how people just have that instinct as soon as something's over to say it's terrible. I can only really think of two things that generally seem like people don't have a problem with. And that is The Sopranos, which I did not watch. But that ending, if I was watching that, I would have been pissed off. So I don't know how people think that's a good ending. Maybe it's because... Spoilers if you haven't watched Sopranos or if you care to. Maybe it's because it doesn't end and it just fades to black. So everybody's like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Because then you can't be ruined. But I think mean, it's a cop-out and really fucking lame. And then Breaking Bad seems like generally people like the ending. Another one I haven't watched and I actually don't even know how that one ends. But that's the only two I can think of where I don't feel like the majority of people have issues with it. Which I think is really odd. Um but I'm really excited about this. I'm also concerned because I wonder what this is going to be. If they're going to realize the ending was bad and try and make a different ending, which I think, even though I feel that way, I think it'd be odd to do, but I'm curious to see how they do it. Or if they're really just going to take a whole new take on it. But you only have 10 episodes to work with, so I don't know what you're going to do with that. And I'm also worried that they're going to try and make it real current with all the social issues going on and I really hope not because I feel like I don't want to go too far into and spoil Dexter but I feel like that defeats the whole purpose of Dexter and would really ruin it but that's something I think there's a strong possibility they might do with this because I think it's odd that this just randomly came back up but we'll see obviously not for a while because it's almost a year away but we'll see eventually the next thing here is from Fall Guys Twitter account and it's uh, started on October 14th, so um, what would have been yesterday. Or what was yesterday, not what would have been. They are adding a Sonic the Hedgehog Fall Guy costume you can unlock. If you have ten crowns, so you have to have ten wins. I have one, so that's not happening. It looked pretty fucking good too, I'm not going to lie. But I do think it's cool to have it in there. I think it's a weird tie-in. And uh, this is Sega's 60th anniversary is why they're doing this which it's crazy to think that Sega's been around for 60 years, but also it's crazy to think of a time that Sega wasn't around since they've been around my whole life and probably most people watching this. So it's always weird for me to think about things like that that just have seemed like they've always been around their entire life to have a starting date just seems weird. I know everything has to be like that, but it's weird. The next thing was from... Burger King, actually, they tweeted out a video of, um, a PlayStation 5 tease. It was the, um, the King opening a Burger King bag, and it was lighting up blue and made, like, the noises of the PS5, which many people have, were guessing that it was going to be Burger King revealing the UI, which I didn't think there was a the case, on that seemed super weird, and has since been confirmed because today they actually put out, PlayStation put out like an 11 minute video showing off the UI which I actually haven't watched yet but I'll watch after this and I'm sure Cody will see it and then we can discuss it together next week. But I am curious what it is. I feel like there's a Trump possibility it might just be like a giveaway or tie in advertisement and nothing exciting but it does seem weird that they shared such a big video and made it a big thing. But also, that's what you'd want to do even if you're marketing something like that, because that's what marketing is for. I think... I don't think it's going to happen. I just would fucking love it, and I'm not even getting PS5 at launch. I think it'd be fucking awesome and hilarious if they made three exclusive PS5 Burger King games to steal the thunder from Xbox. Or Xbox 360. Because if you don't remember... Xbox 360 had three Burger King-exclusive Xbox 360 games. And they were actually... They were anywhere from okay to super fun, but none of them were bad, and they were only $5. And I can tell you that made us go to Burger King way more, and I know a lot of other people. So I feel like it's a tie-in that works really well for both sides. And... I think it would be good marketing. I also think it would just be funny to play into the whole console war and steal an exclusive from Microsoft and do it through Burger King. I don't think that is what's going to happen. I'm just really hoping that, but we'll see. So that moves us to media pickups. I um, didn't really buy games this week, but I did get Until Dawn. I mentioned that last week, and it shipped to me. Since last week, so I have that now. I haven't started it yet, but I do have that. And then I bought a Google Smart Clock, which I haven't got to mess with much yet. But those are my media pickups. And then what I've been playing is a little bit more Twin Break for a Sacred Symbols Adventure on Xbox. And um, a decent amount of Halo 5 again. Um, I'm trying to work through the campaign with... One of my brothers that hasn't beat Halo 5. Like I said, Halo campaigns never get old to me. Usually, single player stuff like that. I do once, so I'm like, ah, I can't do it again. But there are a few exceptions, and Halo is one of those. I can just play them endlessly. And then I've been playing a good amount of Caution Quest 2, getting into Halloween. And like I said, it gives me perfect Halloween vibes. So, trying to play more of that and having a lot of fun with it. Um, then what I've been watching, keeping with the Halloween vibes, was Hubie Halloween. I know me and Cody mentioned this last week. I'll be curious to see what he thinks next week if he uh, had watched it yet. Um, it's pretty much what I thought made to a stronger degree. It's really, really fucking stupid. And I think if it wasn't Halloween, it would be too stupid. But anyway, so I have a different bar for Halloween and Christmas movies that... I don't judge them the same as other movies. Because I was like, Yeah, it's pretty fun and it has feels like actually feels like a Halloween movie and though it's pretty stupid. There's a few probably a handful of times that I had genuine laughs. Other times I said, like, Oh god, that was terrible. Um, and may maybe, maybe would have been more funny if other people were there because it's just so bad it would have been funny. But I was just alone as that was like, oh yikes. And I feel like this uh, this kind of proves what I mentioned. This is probably months ago now. But how people hate on Adam Sandler, but it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I was talking about how if he just kept making those kind of movies, like the stupid, I love these movies, so this isn't an insult, but Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Lil Nicky, I almost said Lil Dicky. um, Those kind of movies, people. oh, he never evolves, and he's just stupid. And also, all these people that are watching him are growing up and not finding these things as funny because their humor has changed. And I think this is evidence of that. This might be a little more stupid than those, but I think nostalgia also plays a big part that we see those prior movies differently because we were a certain age and because, like I said, nostal- nostalgia, because I think this is a prime example of, this is what, he, what he kept doing his whole career, People have made fun of him constantly, and then he does other stuff, and everybody's like, oh, these movies just aren't the same. But if they really wanted to be the same, you can watch Ubi Halloween, because I think you got it right there. Um, And then I watched Nine afterwards. not technically a Halloween movie, but it uh, kind of felt like Halloween to to me. And I also just loved the movie, so I wanted to watch it. If you haven't seen it, I think it's the most underrated animated movie I've ever seen. It's beautiful. The voice acting is amazing. I don't know how they got the cast they did. It's a cool, different story. Um, The art style is really cool and different. Also has one of the coolest trailers I've seen in any media. If you don't look it up, it's uh, the trailer that has Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria. Fantastic trailer. Just amazing. Um, So, yeah. And then tonight... Since uh, we did this on Thursday and not Wednesday, I watched uh, Lost. We had people over and watched two more episodes. Next week, we're going to watch three more and finish season four. And then that takes us to the reminders for your free games on Xbox One. You have Slay Away Camp, or Slay Away Camp, Butcher's Cut till October 31st, Halloween. You have Made of Skirt till. November 15th, on Xbox 360, you have Costume Quest till Halloween the 31st. If you don't have Costume Quest, download it. You only got a couple weeks, and now is the perfect time to play it. If you do, let me know what you think of it. And I also, I had this as a goal before I started this, and most at the end of the show, and I didn't do it at all. Anytime we're talking about any of these topics, I meant to say as we went, but feel free to let us know, like, if you've been playing stuff, when we um, talk about what we have been playing, let us know what you've been playing in the comments. Um, I meant to say that, and I'm going to try and get in the habit of doing that after we say what we have been playing. Let us know what you've been playing, or if you try Caution Quest, let us know what you think of that in the comments, and then we can create more conversation. I know it's mine and Cody's favorite thing about this, and also knowing that we're communicating back and forth, and hopefully... Creating like a video game community and discussion and then as long as I get this out on time Today the 16th will be your last day to get sphinx and the cursed mummy if I don't then I'm sorry you're too late on PlayStation Plus you have Need for Speed Payback and Vampire till November 2nd I have no fake outrage this week. I'm so sorry and I think that takes us to the end of the show. Sorry it wasn't the most exciting show. Um, I'm going to try. Like I said, I've kind of been off the past couple weeks. So I'm going to try my best this week to stay focused and stay normal and be able to do the stuff I plan and want to do. And so if I'm able to do that, should have a lot more top talk about next week. And either way, hopefully... We'll have more top talk about with Cody hopefully being back and recording on our normal Wednesday nights and releasing the next day on Thursday. But if you made it this, start, this far, thanks for watching. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Current Backlog. And you can email any corrections, questions, or feedback to CurrentBackloggers at gmail.com. Thanks for watching.